the propaganda of our enemies. For the purpose of creating doubts about the work of the Universal Negro Improvement Association, many attempts have been made to cast shadow and gloom over our work. They have even written the most uncharitable things about our organisation. They have spoken so unkindly of our efforts, but what do we care? They spoke unkindly and uncharitably about all the reform movements that have helped in the betterment of humanity. They maligned the great movement of the Christian religion. They maligned the great liberation movements of America, of France, of England, of Russia. Can we expect then to escape being maligned in this, our desire for the liberation of Africa and the freedom of 400 million Negroes of the world? We have unscrupulous men and organisations working in opposition to us. Some trying to capitalise the new spirit that has come to the Negro to make profit out of it to their own selfish benefit. Some are trying to set back the Negro from seeing the hope of his own liberty and thereby poisoning our people's minds against the motives of our organisation. But every sensible far-seeing Negro in this enlightened age knows what propaganda means. This is the medium of discrediting that which you are opposed to, so that the propaganda of our enemies will be of little avail as soon as we are rendered able to carry to our peoples scattered throughout the world the true message of our great organisation. Crocodiles as friends. Men of the Negro race, let me say to you that a greater future is in store for us. We have no cause to lose hope, to become faint-hearted. We must realise that upon ourselves depend our destiny, our future. We must carve out that future, that destiny, and we who make up the Universal Negro Impro Improvement Association have pledged ourselves that nothing in the world shall stand in our way. Nothing in the world shall discourage us, but opposition shall make us work harder shall bring us closer together so that as one man, the millions of us will march on toward that goal that we have set for ourselves. The new Negro shall not be deceived. The new Negro refuses to take advice from anyone who has not felt left, who has not felt with him and suffered with him. We have suffered for 300 years. Therefore, we feel that the time has come when only those who have suffered with us can interpret our feelings and our spirits. It takes the slave to interpret the feelings of the slave. It takes the unfortunate man to interpret the spirit of his unfortunate brother. And so it takes the suffering Negro to interpret the spirit of his comrade. It is strange that so many people are interested in the Negro now, willing to advise him how to act and what organisations he should join, yet nobody was interested in the Negro to the extent of not making him a slave for 250 years, reducing him to industrial peonage and serfdom after he was freed. It is strange that the same people can be so interested in the Negro now as to tell him what organisation he should follow and what leader he should support. Whilst we are bordering on a future of brighter things, we are also at a day... We are also at our danger period when we must either accept the right philosophy or go down by following deceptive propaganda which has hemmed us in for many centuries. Deceiving the people. There is many a leader of our race who tell us that everything is well and that all things will work out themselves and that a better day is coming. Yes, all of us know that a better day is coming. We all know that one day we'll, we'll go, we will go home to paradise but whilst we are hoping by our Christian virtues to have an entry into paradise, we also realise that we are living on earth and that the things that are practised in paradise are not practised here. You have to treat this world as the world treats you. We are living in a temporal, material age, an age of activity, an age of racial, national selfishness. What else can you expect but to give back to the world what the world gives to you? And we are calling upon the 400 million Negroes of the world to take a decided stand, a determined stand, that we shall occupy a firm position 
that position shall be an emancipated race in a free nation of our own. We are determined that we should have a free country. We are determined that we should have a flag. We are determined that we should have a government second to none in the world. The Propaganda of Our Enemies For the purpose of creating doubts about the work of the Universal Negro Improvement Association, many attempts have been made to cast shadow and gloom over our work. They have even written the most uncharitable things about our organisation. They have spoken so unkindly of our efforts, but what do we care? They spoke unkindly and uncharitably about all the reform movements that have helped in the betterment of humanity. They malign the great movement of the Christian religion. They malign the great liberation movements of America, of France, of England, of Russia. Can we expect then to escape being maligned in this, our desire for the liberation of Africa and the freedom of 400 million Negroes of the world? We have unscrupulous men and organisations working in opposition to us. Some trying to capitalise the new spirit that has come to the Negro to make profit out of it to their own selfish benefit. Some are trying to set back the Negro from seeing the hope of his own liberty and thereby poisoning our people's minds against the motives of our organisation. But every sensible far-seeing Negro in this enlightened age knows what propaganda means. This is the medium of discrediting that which you are opposed to, so that the propaganda of our enemies will be of little avail as soon as we are rendered able to carry to our peoples scattered throughout the world the true message of our great organisation. Crocodiles as Friends Men of the Negro race, let me say to you that a greater future is in store for us. We have no cause to lose hope, to become faint-hearted. We must realise that upon ourselves depend our destiny, our future. We must carve out that future, that destiny, and we who make up the Universal Negro Impro Improvement Association have pledged ourselves that nothing in the world shall stand in our way, nothing in the world shall discourage us, but opposition shall make us work harder, shall bring us closer together so that as one man the millions of us will march on toward that goal that we have set for ourselves. The new Negro shall not be deceived. The new Negro refuses to take advice from anyone who has not felt left who has not felt with him and suffered with him. We have suffered for three hundred years, therefore we feel that the time has come when only those who have suffered with us can interpret our feelings and our spirits. It takes the slave to interpret the feelings of the slave. It takes the unfortunate man to interpret the spirit of his unfortunate brother. And so it takes the suffering Negro to interpret the spirit of his comrade. It is strange that so many people are interested in the Negro now, willing to advise him how to act and what organisations he should join, yet nobody was interested in the Negro to the extent of not making him a slave for 250 years, reducing him to industrial peonage and serfdom after he was freed. It is strange that the same people can be so interested in the Negro now as to tell him what organisation he should follow and what leader he should support. Whilst we are bordering on a future of brighter things, we are also at a day... We are also at our danger period when we must either accept the right philosophy or go down by following deceptive propaganda which has hemmed us in for many centuries. Deceiving the people. There is many a leader of our race who tell us that everything is well and that all things will work out themselves and that a better day is coming. Yes, all of us know that a better day is coming. We all know that one day we'll, we'll go, we will go home to paradise but whilst we are hoping by our Christian virtues to have an entry into paradise, we also realise that we are living on earth and that the things that are practised in paradise are not practised here. 
You have to treat this world as the world treats you. We are living in a temporal, material age, an age of activity, an age of racial, national selfishness. What else can you expect but to give back to the world what the world gives to you? And we are calling upon the 400 million Negroes of the world to take a decided stand, a determined stand, that we shall occupy a firm position, that position shall be an emancipated race and a free nation of our own. We are determined that we should have a free country. We are determined that we should have a flag. We are determined that we should have a government second to none in the world.